0: Now, get a load of this. The Crown doesn't think that a man should get a $450,000 payout in compo after the three strikes law gave him a disproportionate sentence. You might remember this guy. He became slightly famous. His name is Daniel Fitzgerald. He was given seven years jail after three indecent assault charges. The last one, by memory, was kissing somebody on Cuba Street in Wellington or something like that. And it was thought that the last uh, the last sentence he got was disproportionate to the crime. Now, the Supreme Court has decided the sentence was unreasonable. And there are now questions about why the Crown doesn't want to have him compensated, considering the government actually got rid of the law. And with us now is cons- constitutional law expert Andrew Geddes. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Now, obviously, the government doesn't like this law; they got rid of it. So, why are they in court arguing that he should have got the sentence that he got under this law? Uh,
1: so, so okay. What they're what they're arguing against is the fact that he got compensation for the uh, basically for being imprisoned under the three strikes law. Now, the compensation isn't because of the legislation. The legislation was clear. The legislation said, look. Uh, you have to go to jail for seven years because this is your third strike for an indecent assault. doesn 't matter if it was a low level assault, doesn 't matter that it was just kissing. the judge 's hands were tied. He had to do, uh, give a seven year sentence. Rather, the compensation has been given because the prosecutor chose to bring charges uh, of a decent assault knowing that the result of those charges would be that the seven-year sentence would kick in. Mm. And what the High Court found was that the prosecutor ought to have looked at this case, recognised that that was a disproportionate sentence for the facts for what he did, and not brought those charges. And by bringing those charges, the prosecutor breached the Bill of Rights Act and the, the, the compensation is against the prosecutor for, bringing, uh, for breaching the Bill of Rights Act. And the Crown is saying, well, all the prosecutor did was charge based on the law. I mean, the guy was guilty of indecent assault. His conviction remained. And the Crown is saying that the prosecutor shouldn't be held, not personally liable, the Crown pays on behalf, but the, the prosecutor shouldn't have a duty to basically be considering what might happen if they bring particular charges.
0: So, so let's just get this straight. What the guy sure. did was indecent assault. Yes. Yep. Yes. He was he, charged yeah, with, de- he was charged with the right charge. Well, he was. He was. Uh, he did Regar- he did. disregard disregard the three sure. strikes, Andrew. Sure. If, sure. if three strikes wasn't there, he was charged sure. with the right charge.
1: Exactly. So, if there'd been no three strike legislation, there would have been no problem with charging with indecent assault. But if there was no three strikes legislation, he would have got six months in jail. But that then have been as much as they got
0: then we're arguing about whether the prosecutor should have found a way to get around the law
1: where the question, prosecutors have uh, discretion right it's not like prosecutors aren't computers they're not automatons that kind of you know put in the facts they can only do one thing and so the argument on mr. Fitzgerald's part was look the prosecutor should have looked at mm. this and should have said whoa 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 okay what he did was bad it was criminal but doesn't deserve seven years
0: in jail. But, who, but, prosecute... but Andrew, I mean, is that not a fascinating argument to have? Because who is the prosecutor to decide whether the will of Parliament should be should be got around or or, or should be enforced? I mean, the, the the Parliament passed a law to say if you do a thing for the third time, you should suffer the worst consequences possible. The public wanted
1: that. Should the prosecutor not just do what Parliament wants? The the problem with that though is as this was going through Parliament. People said, Whoa, well, you realise that this could end up with people doing relatively low level stuff like yeah. Mr. Fitzgerald did and ending up with seven years in jail, which happened to Mr. Fitzgerald. This could happen. And the MPs who were passing the legislation said, Oh no, don't worry, that won't happen because prosecutors have discretion and so they won't charge. So if you're trying to work out what did Parliament wants, yeah, they passed the law, but while they were passing it, they also said, We're going to trust prosecutors to make sure the worst sort of, you know, unintended consequences don't actually happen. And so you can read you, it both
0: ways. Right, and if you listen to Justice Fory Miller, he mm. says prosecutors in other circumstances didn't do that, as in prosecutors mm. in other circumstances took into account what three laws, what three strikes would do, and therefore yep. charged with something else to get around three strikes.
1: Yeah, or to recognise the blunt nature of three strikes. Mm. The fact that, and, you know, that... Uh, And like I said, that that might sound oh they're trying to go against the will of Parliament, but that's what MP said, that was going to be the safety valve, the thing that sort of saved the worst and unintended consequences. And so the question is, did this particular prosecutor breach the Bill of Rights Act by not considering that, not recognising the consequences, and basically say, look, it'll be up to the judge what happens with sentencing, I'm not the judge, I don't give the sentence, And putting it over onto the judiciary, or did the prosecutor have like an independent duty to consider what would happen as a result of the legislation? Very interesting
0: because it actually gets to the heart of whether they're doing what Parliament wants or not. Um, Andrew, thank you, I really appreciate it. Andrew Geddes, constitutional law expert.
1: For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.